It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. It's the Monday, November 15th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you today by Purposed Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. Coming up on the show today, fog and rain today, snow and blowing snow on the way tomorrow. Winter is about to hit and hit hard on the prairies. All the details are coming up. COVID-19, we got the latest stats and an invitation for you to get your vaccine. First, second, and third doses if you're eligible. Available today at the Old Ross School here in Moose Jaw. Those details on the program. The spirit of Christmas coming to life today for a number of Moose Javians. With the Samaritan's Purse Operation Christmas Child Program, it's drop-off week. Frank King from Samaritan's Purse Canada will join us with the details. And you know, we always have a twinkle tour on the go in Moose Jaw during the holiday season. Tourism Moose Jaw has for years come through with a map for all of us to follow at Christmas time to check out all the lights and decorations. Well, we'll be adding to that map in a big way this year. Waccamaw Valley will no doubt be on the twinkle tour in a big way this holiday season. Waccamaw's Todd Johnson. We'll be here with all the details. Stick around. You don't want to miss it. It's the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon. I'm Haley Shirky. There is a special weather advisory in effect for Moose Jaw and surrounding areas. Strong winds are expected across southern Saskatchewan Monday and Tuesday. A fog advisory has also been issued for our area. Near zero visibility fog is expected or occurring. More details coming up in the weather. Local resident Angela Sarita has been nominated for the Kubata Community Hero Contest and is in the top three finalists. The winner gets $20,000 for a charity of their choosing. Sarita is a worthy candidate for this title as she co-founded the True Unity Girls Leadership Program and has been working in paramedicine for almost 30 years. Sarita says if you volunteer and help your community, you're already a hero. I always tell people every day um, we have the ability to impact someone's life and it's up to us whether we want to do it. So, um, you know, whatever initiative, it's just about uh, helping others. Voting ends tomorrow. Visit Discover Moose Jaw for details on how to cast your vote. The city of Moose Jaw has come to a three-year license agreement with Selects Football to give the sports organization priority use of the Yara Centre. Selects Football has almost 200 athletes from across the province. City manager Jim Pufault said the agreement will have an economic spin-off for the city. We talked about sports uh, tourism and that type of thing, and this is a great program that brings a number of people to our area to take advantage of the beautiful Yara Centre and get some pretty, uh, pretty extreme training that is necessary if they want to move forward. So. The Selects will receive a 15% discount on all minor facility rates and fees, subject to booking a minimum of 500 hours. The Moose Jaw Warriors will host its second Hockey Fights Cancer Night on Saturday. The team will wear Hockey Fights Cancer-themed jerseys, and fans can submit a photo of a loved one who they would like to honor. 
Those pictures will be placed on the numbers on the back of the jerseys worn during the game. An auction for the jerseys started today and the proceeds will go to the Saskatchewan branch of the Canadian Cancer Society. There will also be other ways to donate to the initiative during the game. Current Drug Trends in Moose Jaw is an information session being put on by the Moose Jaw Crystal Meth Strategy Committee, the Moose Jaw Police Service, and Medivh Health Services West. These organizations are also partnering with the Moose Jaw Public Library, which will host the session on November 22nd at 7 p.m. Staff Sergeant Taylor Elder gives us a preview of the event. Uh, basically, it's just an information session. Um, I would encourage, you know, anyone with kids or family members who might uh, be susceptible, I guess, to experimenting with drugs. It's just going to kind of go over, you know, the, the signs and symptoms of, of a drug user and kind of what uh, uh, the latest lingo and, and what to look out for. The information session is free to attend, but is limited to 60 seats. The Newcomers Welcome Centre is in need of donations of winter clothing. Bryn Stephenson, the information advisor at the center, says she's been having to turn away international students asking for winter clothes. It seems that they're quite nervous, actually, about the winter since they're coming um, straight from their home countries and they've never experienced a Canadian winter before. And I've heard that this year's supposed to be especially cold. The center is asking people to donate good quality jackets, mitts, toques, scarves and socks. Donations can be dropped off at their office at 423 Main Street North, but they want people to call the office beforehand at 306-692-6892. There were 110 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 yesterday, along with one new death and 188 recoveries. The South Central Zone has two new cases, Regina has 18 and Saskatoon has 24. 1,245 cases are considered active, and 50 of those are in the south-central zone. There is a vaccine clinic today at Ross School from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., offering Pfizer, Moderna, and the flu shot. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 20 points. The Dow Jones is up 8 points, the Nasdaq is down 33 points, and the Canadian dollar is up at 79.86 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Daylight is helping rescue crews figure out how many people may be trapped between landslides on a stretch of Highway 7 near Agassiz, B.C., a local state of emergency is in effect after what's known as an atmospheric river pounded some parts of the southern region of the province with up to 225 millimeters of rain since Saturday. The CEO of the Business Council of Canada is one of several experts who want to see Prime Minister Justin Trudeau take a harder line with the U.S. at Thursday's Three Amigos Summit in Washington. Goldie Hyder says he believes U.S. President Joe Biden is steering the bilateral relationship between the two countries towards the rocks. He's concerned that puts North America at a competitive disadvantage compared to the rest of the world. A taxi explosion outside a Liverpool hospital has prompted the British government to increase the terror level to severe, meaning attack is highly likely. Police say a man who got into a taxi died when the explosive device he was carrying detonated yesterday morning outside Liverpool Women's Hospital. 
The taxi driver was injured. Three men in their 20s were arrested under the Terrorism Act yesterday, and a fourth was detained today. Police searched two addresses in Liverpool linked to the passenger and say they found significant items at one of them. And New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs is standing firm on Friday's deadline for all government employees to prove they are fully vaccinated or have a medical exemption. Those who don't will be placed on unpaid leave. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. Matejuk with some room to skate through the middle. He'll snap it all the way down. Tian first went on, it comes in, a little poke check, they score! Thomas Tian! His first Western Hockey League goal! Hard work, put Tian in the right place, he got some bounces, but congratulations, Thomas Tian, goal number one. I uh, can't be happier for that young man, he just works his tail off all the time, and that was the epitome of that goal, he gets ducked down, He's on it, he's hard on his horse, he gets that puck, gets a shot off, and then a lucky bounce off the Lethbridge Hurricane defenseman and into the net. That's voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, and Derek Kletzel with the call on the goal. Warriors rookie Thomas Tian scoring the first goal. And the Moose Jaw Warriors were on their way to a 3-2 win over the Lethbridge Hurricanes last night at Mosaic Place. Damon Hunt and Eric Allry scored the other goals, while Carl Tetechuk stopped 35 and 37 shots in the Warriors' nets. The Warriors with seven wins in 16 games so far this year. They'll play in Brandon on Friday and then play host to the Regina Pats on Saturday night. Other Western Hockey League action yesterday, the Winnipeg Ice improved to 17-1. and They beat Saskatoon 6-0. Calgary beat Medicine Hat 4-3. The U18 AAA Warriors got a split up in the battle forwards on the weekend. They lost 2-1 on Saturday to the Stars, but bounced back with a 6-5 win yesterday. In case you missed it on the weekend, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders earned a home playoff game. The Riders will host the CFL's Western Final. They improved to 9-4 and on the season with an exciting 29-24 win over Edmonton on Saturday. So the Riders wrap up the regular season against the Tiger Cats in Hamilton this coming weekend. Sticking with local football, the Saskatoon Hilltops, Prairie champions for a seventh straight season. The Toppers beat the Regina Thunder 29-9 yesterday in the championship game. Hilltops now travel to BC to play the Langley Rams in the CJFL National Semifinal Game on Saturday. U of S Huskies will host the Manitoba Bisons in the Hardy Cup Championship game this weekend. The Huskies advancing with a 39-17 win over UBC on the weekend, while the Bisons top the Alberta Golden Bears 43-17. And NFL Monday Night Football tonight. The 7-2 LA Rams are in San Francisco to take on the 3-5 49ers. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Well, uh, it arrived yesterday, and it'll continue for a couple of days. In fact, it's going to get worse. (laughs) Cloudy. More rain on the way this afternoon. Fog should dissipate at some point early this afternoon. Wind, southeast 30, gusting to 50 later today. The high, plus 5. Rain tapers off this evening. Overnight, low, plus 5. So the temperature steady around plus 5. Tomorrow, cloudy, morning showers turning to snow by midday, blowing snow in the afternoon with a southwest wind at 40 gusting to 60, and then 60 gusting to 90 tomorrow afternoon. The temperature falls to minus 1 tomorrow. More snow and blowing snow overnight Tuesday with a low of minus 9. Snow and blowing snow Wednesday with a high of minus 8. Thursday, sunny, minus 3. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 0. 
Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, plus three. Normal high at this time of year is zero with a normal low of minus 10. Record high for today, 18 degrees, set in 1953. Record low, minus 25, set in 2005. Sun came up today at 816 and goes down today at 517. This hour, Moose Jaw plus two under cloudy skies. Regina plus one, Assiniboia Gravelberg plus three. Rockland Coronac plus six, Swift Current three, Elbow zero, Davidson Watchers zero. Once again, Assiniboia plus three, Regina plus one. And with the wind out of the east at eight right now and the relative humidity at 100%, it's plus two degrees in Moose Jaw. The further north you go, the colder it is, and the icier it gets. We'll check the road report and the Paul Martin commentary next. Heartland at noon on 800 CHAB. In a world where yield robbers like Clubroot and Blackleg lurk in the soil, one canola hybrid has the stem to take a stand. CS3000TF, a high-yielding TrueFlex canola hybrid from Canterra Seeds. Featuring second-generation club root and multigenic black leg resistance with the flexible rate and timing of TrueFlex canola with Roundup Ready technology. Visit Cantera.com to order CS3000TF from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. Hi, this is Joe Miller, Executive Director for Souls Harbor Rescue Mission. We're building a new humanitarian facility right here in Moose Jaw next year. And so today, I'm asking you to support our building campaign by purchasing your 50-50 tickets at shrmsk5050.ca. Ticket prices range from one ticket for $20 to 100 tickets for $250. The draw date is December 3rd, and you could be the lucky winner. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The road report from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. Full store of fall and winter fashions for sizes small to two. Well, as mentioned before the commercial break, the further north you go, uh, the worse it gets. Icy patches, slippery sections... From Davidson up to Saskatoon in that area where uh, they got some rain, they've had some fog, and it's icy out there. Now, down here in southern Saskatchewan, Trans-Canada Highway, Highway 2, north and south, winter conditions, wet and subject to freezing. Still some fog out there to reduce visibility as well. Weather, I'm guessing, was the reason a handful of Prairie South School buses were not running this morning. Uh, Eyebrow Buses 1 and 2 and Moose Jaw Rural Bus Number 5 which includes stops at Peacock, St. Margaret, Lindale, Palliser, St. Michael, and Vanier. Those buses were not running this morning, but are scheduled to run this afternoon. If you have trouble in traffic any time during these adverse conditions, give us a call, 693-8000, and when it's safe to do so, you can always text the Moose Jaw RV Marine text line at 693-8000. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. Get ready for interest rates to start their upward journey. There's a growing consensus that higher rates are inevitable, and in this country, probably sooner rather than later. Some of the major banks are suggesting as early as next month, but early 2022 for sure. 
Explaining why rates are going to rise is quite simple, actually. It's all about inflation, the scourge that undermines purchasing power by making everything more expensive. And the primary weapon for inflation fighting is a higher interest rate. We have inflation because of government spending. You simply can't print that much money, money used to prime the pump during COVID and even before the pandemic, without an expectation of inflation. More money makes it less valuable, so we spend more of it to get what we want. Like Toronto, where the average house price is now $1.5 million. $1.5 million just doesn't seem to buy what it used to, so the Bank of Canada and other central banks around the world has decided to stop printing the money and raise interest rates instead to put a lid on inflation. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade boring for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. We've hidden a microphone somewhere in Moose Jaw, and we want you to find it. It's Hidden Mike. It's time to check in again with our hidden microphone. We've hidden a microphone somewhere in Moose Jaw. The first person to help us find exactly where that microphone is hidden will win an amazing prize pack. Courtesy of our friends at Canadian Tire, let's check in and see what our hidden microphone is picking up now. There you go, the latest from our hidden mic. You can get bonus clues, by the way, for the Hidden Mic Contest by going online to discovermoosejaw.com. And there's only one way to have a chance to uh, guess where this microphone is hidden, and that's to get registered with our Hidden Microphone page online at discovermoosejaw.com. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. You know, I don't know how many prizes we have to give away for the Hidden Mic Contest. I mean, consolation prizes, so... I'm thinking the clues are going to get really good uh, for the rest of the week. Check out the Hidden Mic um, visual clues on discovermoosejaw.com. And if you haven't registered yet to be a winner on Hidden Mic, you should get registered. Um, we phone somebody every day on CHAB and on our sister stations, Mix 103 and Country 100. And the first person to guess exactly where that microphone is hidden, we've established it's outside somewhere, the first person to guess exactly where it is wins that Canadian tire package. It's an at-home party package. It's a television, an electric fireplace, nesting tables, and a wine fridge. And we've been giving away some great instant prizes, too, from Devo's Car Wash and Night Automotive, the great Canadian Dollar Store, Iron Style House, Deja Vu Cafe. In fact, Carol Ann Langstaff won lunch and a milkshake at Deja Vu this morning. In essence, Telefy Wireless, Bell Kiosk, and Western Pizza Express Moose Jaw, all on board the Hidden Microphone Contest. By the way, in case you missed it this morning, here is our latest audio clue. I think that's our uh, I think that's our third train clue so far on the hidden mic contest. So we've established it's outside, it's picking up sounds, and it's picking up trains. Okay, so it's the hidden mic contest. Get registered today. We'll give somebody else a call tomorrow morning right here on eight hundred C H A B. COVID-19, the latest, we were at 51 active cases in the south-central zone on Friday. We're down to 50 as of yesterday. 110 new cases reported Sunday, 188 recoveries, and one more person has died in the 60 to 79 age group. Um, So that's 894 
That's the death toll in Saskatchewan from COVID-19. The number of active cases uh, now down to 1,245, and that's the lowest since uh, August. So we're heading in the right direction. Uh, The new cases include two more here in South Central. 66 people are unvaccinated of the uh, 1,245 new cases. Um, No, that's active cases, 1,245. Okay, the new cases. Among the new cases, uh, 66 people are unvaccinated. 28 of those cases are children under the age of 11. 42 people who are fully vaccinated uh, have been added to uh, the people who have COVID-19 and to partially vaccinated. So you can still get the COVID-19 even if you've been vaccinated, but the um, you don't get as sick. Uh, that's the, the clear messaging. The number of COVID patients in hospitals at 168 right now and 45 people in Saskatchewan intensive care units. There are 12 Saskatchewan patients uh, getting treatment in ICU units in Ontario. And that's the latest on COVID-19. And remember, everyone over the age of 65, 65 and over, uh, is eligible to get a booster shot now, as are those 50 and older in northern Saskatchewan and in First Nations communities. Healthcare workers and people with significant health conditions are also eligible. And you can get the COVID-19 vaccine as a first, second, or if eligible, your booster shot today in Moose Jaw at the Old Ross School on Oak Street, Till 5 o'clock, you can get Pfizer, you can get Moderna, and the influenza vaccine is available as well. And just a reminder, you can find a complete list of vaccination clinics in the province on the Saskatchewan Health Authority or the Government of Saskatchewan websites. You can also find a link to the schedule on the Sask Health Authority Facebook page today. Well, it's now a pleasure to switch gears and talk a little Christmas with my friend Todd Johnson from the Waccamaw Valley Authority, where Christmas arrives in the valley tonight. It's the Waccamaw Winter Wonderland Valley of Lights. It's brand new, and Todd, this is exciting. It, it uh, certainly is. We're uh, really excited to roll this out. Uh, we're going to start December uh, 6th and go till December 31st from 5 till 9 each night, and uh We've got over uh, 100,000 lights uh, up in the campground area. We're going to turn them on uh, on those dates, and uh, we're asking people to come down and support Waccamaw. We're asking for a donation of $10 per car. Uh, it's a drive-through, and uh, it's about a kilometer long, so it's a really exciting event for us, and we're um, it's it's perfect timing for the holidays. You just you just answered all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Now, it, it, when I say it starts tonight, you're you're actually going to going to have an event and and give the lights a try tonight, right? That, that, that's exactly right. We're asking uh, you know media and and people to come down and uh, just check it out. Uh, we're going to do it for about an hour from uh, at seven o'clock, and um, we're asking um, people to come down and check it out, and then we'll light up the whole park um, on December sixth. Um, December 6th, it is. Electricity, obviously, they've got to be plugged in somewhere, and I'm assuming that's why it's all close to the campground? That's exactly it. We've got 52 sites down there, so that's a perfect partnership, and uh, that's one of the strategies that we're trying to do is we're trying to get uh, use all our facilities, and, and uh, this is a perfect marriage of two things. What a great idea. What did you say, over 100,000 lights? 100,000, over 100,000 lights uh, the gentlemen have put up on the trees, so yes. Wow. So yeah. this is obviously, you've had this in the works for weeks. Um, months, <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, it's an exciting thing for us. Um, 
with COVID happening, um, the the loss of revenue in rental properties and and also in the the campground. Walkmouth had a substantial loss in revenue, and this is just one of the new strategies we've tried to uh, make it a tourism destination for all four seasons. And we're asking everyone just to come down and support us. If you've walked our trails or biked them or played disc golf, to come and uh, put your family and friends in the car. And it's a uh, reasonable donation of $10 to, uh, to visit. Awesome. Really cool. And looking for sponsorship, hey? Yeah, it, we're, we're asking uh, um, businesses in the area, um, in Moosha and also surrounding area, to come down and support. There's lots of uh, um, big and small sponsorships. And uh, again, it's the park is used so much for people's uh, mental well-being and just getting out and exercise and healthy lifestyles that we're hoping that everyone can, that's used the park can come out and support us now. Awesome. So the lights, are, have all the lights been put up now? Uh, we'll be putting up lights. Uh, most of the lights are put up, but there'll be final, final touches. We've got some candy canes to put up. And um, so there's always last minute touches, I think, but most of the lights have been put up right now. Yeah. Awesome. I'm assuming you're covering uh, all the uh, the evergreen trees, but other trees as well? Yes. Uh, we have over 90 trees um, done so far and some of the, the whole gamut down there. So uh, spruce, evergreen, um, and then any of the other trees that we can cover, bushes, um, pretty much if it's standing there, we're going to put lights on it. Very good. Great idea. And like you said, uh, during the pandemic, uh, you and, uh, well, a number of other businesses and, and operations, uh, revenue's down, hey? It definitely is, and um, we understand, uh, you know, the COVID measures. We, we have to abide by them, but all the people that came down and had their picnics or uh, the family uh, visits down there, use the paths, we're just asking them that. Um, yeah, they come out and enjoy it this way, too. It, it's uh, very reasonable. It'll only be $10 per vehicle, and uh, nightly starting December the 6th, right through till Christmas? Right till the, through till uh, December 31st, so... New Year's awesome. Eve. You're Great gonna way have, to spend it. You're going to have people working on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. No, this is a, a really fun family event and our uh, our employees and volunteers are excited to welcome everyone to this area. So yeah, it's um, something that we think is going to be big this year, but even bigger as years come along. So a number of sponsorship opportunities in a number of categories from Tree of Light sponsor, uh, starting at $1,000. Program sponsors, display sponsors, the Bright Light sponsor, and looking for a, for a, a title sponsor, uh, a presenting sponsor, right? Yes, definitely to, to, uh, that can work with us to uh, uh, incorporate their name and just sponsor the whole event. That's what we're looking for, for sure. Where'd you get all the lights? Um, we bought them from <laughs> just about every store in Saskatchewan, actually. So <laughs> we're really sorry about that. If you don't have lights for Christmas this year, they're down in the park. Yeah, looking for Christmas lights? Sorry, Waccamaw <laughs> Valley's got them. You're going to have to pay 10 bucks to see them. Uh, and it all starts December 6th with a, uh, a lights-on uh, ceremony tonight. Waccamaw, Winter Wonderland, Valley of Lights. Can anybody come to, to check it sure, out tonight? They just come down and uh, check it out. It's uh, only going to be on for a short time, but please, you'll get uh, a good view of what it's kind of going to be like. And we're just asking people to be patient because this event's going to grow every single year. And with everyone's support from sponsorships to just coming down and visiting it, it uh, it's going to be a fantastic year this year, but also uh, we're going to really build on it. So we're asking for people's patience that it'll be uh, something in the coming years as well as this year as well.
Awesome. It's Waccamaw Valley's Winter Wonderland Valley of Lights. The lights go on for a brief time tonight at 7 o'clock, sort of an opening ceremony sort of thing. And like Todd said, the lights will be on nightly from 5 till 9? 5 till 9, yeah. Starting on December 6th, going right through the month of December. What a wonderful way to raise a little money for our beautiful valley, and what a wonderful way to kick off the holiday season. Anything else we need to add today? No, we're just hoping that everyone comes out and supports the valley and has a great uh, Christmas um Christmas time because everyone deserves it. It's been a stressful time and this is a good way to come out and enjoy the outdoors and uh, we've got the skating rink there as well. So come for a tour and then go for a skate at the Oval. Yeah. When's the ice ice going into the Oval? <laughs> when Mother Nature uh, makes it cold enough to go. Well, it's getting pretty close, I think. <laughs> I think so as well, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Todd Johnson from uh, Waccamaw Valley Authority. The Winter Wonderland Valley of Lights on this holiday season. One quick show tonight at 7 o'clock, and then uh, they'll get it all together and uh, be ready for uh, the, the viewing public. That's you and me, starting on December the 6th. Just 10 bucks per carload. Thanks a lot for this. Way to go, Todd. Thanks a lot. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. Sticking with the uh, spirit of Christmas, Operation Christmas Child, the shoebox drop-off has started. That story's next on the Heartland at Noon. We are back. The 50th Canadian Western Agribition returns November 22nd through 27th. Yeah! Top stock, top riders. The Agribition Maple Leaf Finals Rodeo returns, presented by Ford. And they're riding hard for a hundred grand in prizes. Plus, ladies breakaway roping. You won't believe what these ladies can do with a lasso. <laughs> this ain't our first rodeo. Canadian Western Agribition. Tickets on sale now. At agribition.com. Attention cattle producers. This Friday, November 19th at 10 a.m. at Mancora Stockman's Way Company. is an all-class sale. Last week's all-breed calf sale. 450 weight steers sold for $239. 550 weight steers $210. 650 weights for $1.95. All our sales are broadcast on dvauction.com. Updates on our Facebook page and our webpage. November 19th, no class sales at 10 a.m. Call 306 478 This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. This is a City of Moose Jaw Notorious News Update brought to you by the City of Moose Jaw. Get notoriously active with a fitness class or community rec program. Visit moosejaw.ca for more information. This has been a City of Moose Jaw Notorious News Update brought to you by the City of Moose Jaw. You can read this story on discovermoosejaw.com. First gift that they will ever have received. Operation Christmas Child Drop-Offs announced. Samaritan's Purse Canada gearing up for National Drop-Off Week for Operation Christmas Child. In fact, it's underway this week, today. Uh, it's an operation, an opportunity for us to give a gift to children in need around the world. All you need to do is fill a shoebox with toys and school supplies, hygiene products, and they'll be shipped to places like Nicaragua, El Salvador, Costa Rica, Senegal, Guinea, and other places. Frank King is the news media relations manager at Samaritan's Purse Canada. He spoke with our Catherine Ludwig. Operation Christmas Child is a ministry of the Samaritan's Purse, that's the International Disaster Relief 
uh, organization. Uh, we took over this ministry in 1993, and uh, since then, more than 187 million children around the world have received uh, gift-filled shoeboxes from folks in Canada, the U.S., U.K., uh, and a bunch of other countries that I can never seem to remember all of them. But uh, what happens is uh, uh, generous Canadians will pack shoeboxes full of toys, school supplies, and hygiene items, and they will drop them off at uh, one of uh, hundreds of drop-off centers across Canada. Then all those shoeboxes are shipped uh, to our uh, warehouse in Calgary, where thousands of volunteers go through every box and make sure there's nothing in any of them that could scare or harm a child or stop the boxes from getting through customs. Then the boxes are packed in cartons and they're shipped down to countries in uh, Central America and French-speaking West Africa, where we have all kinds of volunteers in those countries that get them through customs and they set up distribution events and invite children and then they come and they receive these boxes. And the neat thing is, for many of these children, these gift-built shoeboxes will be the first gifts that they will ever have received. And uh, your listeners can get more information about this at SamaritansPurse.ca. Are there any boxes still available for pickup if people want to participate in it now? Uh, there might be some boxes available at Moose Jaws drop-off uh, uh, locations, but there's no guarantee of that. Uh, my suggestion is uh, folks can either use their own shoe boxes or they can just go to a dollar store or Costco's or whatever um, and pick up, a, a, buy some, some clear plastic shoe box ones and fill them up. What's neat about that is that um, those shoe boxes will last a long time and they actually become part of the gift uh, as opposed to the cardboard ones, which look great, but of course don't last as long as plastic ones. So yeah, so there's lots of choices there for folks uh, for pa- packing shoe boxes. Okay, and uh, just to give folks an idea of what possible things they could put into a shoebox, what do you see normally in shoeboxes? The three things we look for are school supplies, hygiene items, uh, and toys. And we always ask folks to kind of put in a, a, I guess we call it a wow item, something that will kind of blow blow away the kids. So some something, some things that are really fun are things like um, soccer balls. So you uh, let all the air out of them. Squeeze the box in, in, or squeeze the ball into the box. Uh, put in a um, uh, one of the needles, and then also one of the uh, a pump. So that way, when the kids open their boxes, they can take the ball out. They can blow it up right on the spot, and they can just go out and start playing with it right away. So that's a kind of a neat wow item that we ask folks to put in. The other thing we love for folks to put in uh, each box they pack is a note and a photo, because it's great for these kids to see. You know, who are these people? who have packed all these wonderful things for me here. So it's a really neat to do that. And um, we also have an option where folks can pack shoeboxes online. So if they go to packabox.ca, uh, they can do the whole thing online. They can pick their age groups and their genders. They can pick from a, a general basket of items. They can add to that basket if they want to. And then they check out and make their payment and that sort of thing. So it's kind of like shopping at Amazon in a way. And the neat thing too is um, just as we ask folks to put uh, notes and photos in the shoeboxes they physically pack, when they do shoeboxes online at packabox.ca, we ask them to upload a note and a photo for each shoebox they pack. And the neat thing then is, in the new year, when we get hundreds of volunteers together at our Calgary warehouse to actually physically pack the boxes that folks have done online, 
we download those notes and photos and we put them in the appropriate shoe boxes so that whether the children get a box that, that was originally packed online or get a box that was packed a traditional way, either way, they get the same really nice experience. And again, SamaritansPurse.ca is a place to get all the information you need. Now, I sure should emphasize that National Collection Week, when the shoeboxes should be dropped off at the drop-off locations, is November 15 to 21. That said, if anyone misses that, you can go to packabox.ca and you can pack shoeboxes any time of the year. There could be an August heat wave coming through, but if something puts it on your heart to pack shoeboxes for children in the middle of that heat wave, you can go to packabox.ca and get her done. Right now, you're hearing from Frank King, the news media relations manager at Samaritan's Purse Canada. He's talking about Operation Christmas Shoebox, a charity organization that invites Canadians to fill up a shoebox with school supplies, toys, and hygiene items that are then shipped to remote countries and given to children in need. The due dates to drop off shoeboxes are November 15th to the 21st. People can find out where Moose Jaw's drop-off locations are on discovermoosejaw.com. Some extra boxes to fill might be available at those locations as well. If not, there are other ways to make a shoebox. People can buy plastic containers and fill those up instead of the usual cardboard box, and there's also an online option. By visiting packabox.ca, people can virtually pick items to put into a shoebox and then finish by checking out. The volunteers will then make the shoeboxes and give them to the children, and this is available all year round. Here's Frank King with more on the operation. Let me give you a little story here about the value and the hope that these shoeboxes bring. A couple of years ago, I was in El Salvador uh, helping to d- distribute shoeboxes, and uh, one of the things I like to do is... Uh, I'd like to ask the folks who organize some of these events that, hey, I'd like to go back and visit the home of one of these shoebox recipients. So that's what we did this one day. We went off driving through the the rainforest of El Salvador till we came to this this little, I guess it's a house. (laughs) It's uh, it's got a corrugated tin roof, uh, a dirt floor. Uh, The walls between the rooms were just hanging sheets. Uh, the family made do because the father rented some land and grew food there. And what, what the family didn't eat, he was able to sell and get in just enough income for the family to survive. And that year was a tough one because there was a bit of a drought in El Salvador. So their food yield was down. So anyway, I got to visit them. I got to visit their, their son who had a shoebox. And I had a chance uh, through an interpreter to ask the mother, you know, when your son's birthday comes and when Christmas comes, what do you give him? And she just looked at me and she said, we give him a hug. Now, when I think of the amount of money my wife and I spend on our grandkids, and then I hear these situations where these children get zero for their birthdays, zero for, for Christmas, and then this shoebox arrives from people they've never met, from a country they may not have even have heard of, then you start to see the incredible value and the hope that these shoeboxes bring to these children when they realize these people in this country that I may have never heard of, they know about me, they care about me, and as a Christian organization, we can say as well, God knows about him and God cares about him as well. So it's just a very powerful thing for every shoebox that Canadians pack. It gives that hope, it gives that joy to children who may have never received that hope or joy before. 
Wow, that is quite a moving story, also an inspiring story. Tell me, how did Operation Shoebox go last year during the pandemic? Here's the neat thing: is、uh, <clears throat> with COVID and all the restrictions and the fears that folks have had, you know, the number of shoeboxes that Canadians packed the traditional way last year was down, which we expected. But the interesting thing is, the number of shoeboxes that were packed online at packabox.ca. Tripled last year from the year before, and we we just cheered when we realized that that boy, this is great that Canadians, even with the restrictions and with all the challenges that the last few years have had, generous Canadians still want to bless these children in need. So yeah, we were just cheering when we saw that the kind of numbers that that were developing last year, and we're fully expecting the same thing this year. Frank King from Samaritans Purse, Canada.、Uh, what a wonderful thing! And we're packing these shoeboxes with things that most of us just take for granted, right?、Um, and, and in a lot of cases, we've got the stuff. We got extra stuff kicking around the house:、um, hygiene products and and、uh, toys and and school supplies. You know, pencils and paper. These are these are things that we take for granted. These are things that children around the world、uh, don't have access to. What a wonderful! Wonderful organization. Operation Christmas Child drop-offs have started today,、uh, on until four o'clock. The、uh, drop-off center here in Moose Jaw is the Alliance Church. That's the big church at the corner of Thatcher Drive and Ninth Northwest. They may have some empty shoe boxes for you to fill still available, but、uh, that's not guaranteed. But if you're interested in, in sending a box,、um, uh, you can uh, you can always uh, purchase a plastic container and and fill that instead. And uh, like uh, Frank said, you can pack a box online and、uh, just pay for it there at packabox.ca. We'll take a time off and、uh, we'll be back. Angela Sarita. It's our last day to vote for her in the Kubota Community Hero Contest. She's in the final three. We'll share that story with you next. Heartland at noon on CHAB. Classes in session. Time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 CHAB. The Beatles' eighth studio album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, was released May 26, 1967. Three days later, Paul McCartney and George Harrison went to a Jimi Hendrix concert where Hendrix covered the title track, learning and mastering the full song in three days. It was the first time the song had been played live in front of an audience by any band. Not knowing two of the four Beatles were in attendance, Hendrix added his own flair to the song and ultimately threw his guitar out of tune. Hendrix then turned. To the audience to ask if anyone could help him retune his sixth string, and who emerged from the audience to help? Cream's Eric Clapton. This has been another rock and roll history lesson brought to you by Halstead Denture Clinic. Call Lynn, the third generation, for all your denture needs. Inspiration Decor MJ voted best paint store in Moose Jaw, featuring Benjamin Moore Paint, established in 1883. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. A special weather statement has been issued by Environment Canada for Moose Jaw and the surrounding area. Strong winds are expected across southern Saskatchewan tonight and throughout the day on Tuesday. Areas south of a line from Kindersley to Regina will see very strong winds with gustings in excess of 100 kilometers an hour likely. A fog warning has also been issued for the area due to dense fog causing near zero visibility.
Tonight, scattered showers, fog dissipating early this afternoon, winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, and a high of plus 5. Tonight, rain ending early this evening, then mainly cloudy, winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, and the temperature staying steady at plus 5. Tuesday, cloudy, blowing snow late in the afternoon and into the evening, winds gusting to 90 kilometers an hour near noon, temperatures falling to minus 1 in the afternoon. Wednesday, blowing snow, windy, and a high of minus 8. Thursday, sunny, a high of minus 3. And Friday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 0. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discarmusha.com or the Musha Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's just about helping others. Local resident makes top three in the Kubota Community Hero Contest. That's the headline on Discover Moose Jaw. There's also a link to vote for Angela Sarita. Our Haley Shirky has more with Angela. Angela Sarita has been nominated for the Kubota Community Hero Contest and has now made the top three final contestants. Sarita could win $20,000 for a charity of her choice in Moose Jaw. Voting ends tomorrow. I sat down with Sarita to talk about why she is a worthy. Visit Discover Moose Straw for details on how to vote. Just tell me a little bit about the Kubota Community Hero Contest and how did you get nominated? Well, the Kubota Community Hero Contest is, I believe, a, a national campaign that is, you know, for any individual that, you know, gives back to their community. So, just uh, a community hero that is constantly giving back in different ways. So, you know, it, it can be any citizen, any individual within that community that is just uh, volunteering and giving back time to make their community a better place. Absolutely. And it seems that you fit the bill quite well. You have quite a long list of achievements that qualify you. So do you want to just tell me a little bit about the True Unity Girls Leadership Program? For sure. So the True Unity uh, Girls Leadership Group was um, about six years ago. There was uh, myself and uh, Jen Angus, who's the executive director for the Transition House, and Jocelyn McLeod, who is the manager for Wacknaw Social Detox. Um, we came up with the idea um, after going to the PRISM Awards, stating it would be a really a great idea to have a girls group and end at the PRISM Awards every year just to really show that, um, you know, leadership happens at any age and that is something that they can strive for. And so, you know, we we started it. It's, um, it's now six years and uh, we are really excited that, um, you know, this program has really taken off you know, it develops their leadership skills. You know, we really work to embrace their strengths and to really celebrate diversity um, within this group. So um, we've been blessed to have some amazing uh, young women come through this group over the past six years. Absolutely. It sounds like a really awesome program and something that I wish I could have been a part of when I was younger. That's exactly it. Yeah, exactly. And so you also have... A community paramedic connected care model. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit about that as well? For sure. So, just um, it's been probably the last uh, nine months 
uh, the Saskatchewan Health Authority had reached out in regards to um, partnering into um, some a collaborative connected care model with mental health and substance abuse disorders within our community. So um, it's a really patient-centered approach where an advanced care and community paramedic um, will go out and assist individually um, assist individuals within the community to provide medical support, treatment, and resources um, for anyone who's experiencing mental health illness and substance abuse disorder. So we've it's been a tremendous impact in our community. Uh, it's only been up and running for the last six months, um, and already we've had probably over uh, 400 patient contacts um, that we've been able to do in in just six months. So it's been a great program um, and one that was, I believe, you know, one of the gaps that was identified within our community. So we are really um, fortunate to be a part of this great initiative and, you know, to help fill that gap. Absolutely, especially since homelessness and addiction is a huge topic right now in our community and in the province. So I think that's a really, really awesome resource for people to have. Yeah, you know what, and it just provides that that medical piece, you know, whether that is after hours, um, so that they're not having to access the emergency department um, for whether that's a wellness check or you know, just to make sure that they're doing okay. Um, That's kind of what our role is, is really to work with them and also to identify if they aren't connected to any additional resources such as mental health and addictions that we're able to connect them to those supports as well. What other achievements do you have that qualifies you for this uh, community hero role? Anyone who volunteers and gives back to their community, I believe, is a community hero. So, you know, um, I was very fortunate and and very honoured to even been nominated. Um, But a lot of, you know, my passions really comes through just that patient-centred care. So I'm also the chair of our Heartland Hospice, Moose Jaw, um, here in Moose Jaw. So leading that team and... um, you know, hopefully expanding the palliative hospice care services that are available in Moose Jaw. And, um, you know, just continuing to work with the youth, um, whether that's through our True Unity group or International Day of the Girl, um, which we, we try to promote every single year. Um, you know, lots through my employment in regards to community paramedicine, but also, you know what, it's, um, I always tell people every day um, we have the ability to impact someone's life and it's up to us whether we want to do it. So, um, you know, whatever initiative, it's just about uh, helping others. So. How does it feel to be nominated? Well, like I had said, you know, it's, it's very, um, I'm very honoured to have been nominated and let alone chosen and one of the top three finalists in Canada. Um, like I said, I I do it really just to help impact other people's. And um, it's amazing what a little small act of kindness can actually do. And so, 
Um, it's great to be um, the face, and I'm. If I can get you know twenty thousand um, dollars to to give to a charity within Mushja, and I can be the face of that, then that's that's all that matters. There's so many um, there's so many worthy charities uh, within Mushja, and there's so many great community initiatives that are happening today already that, um, you know, this would just be, you know, another great initiative to put back into the city of Musha. Absolutely. And so do you know what charity you would choose or is that top secret information? <laughs> uh, it's, I'm not sure. You know, there's, like I said, there's so many there. Um, you know, ones that I am involved in, you know, definitely would be, you know, top of my list. But um, again, you know, it's really just looking at the need and um, what funding sources and um, that are currently in place with some of these charity organizations. But again, you know, it's um, finding the right fit for where this money should go. Absolutely. Well, perfect. That was all the questions that I had, Angela. Is there anything else that you would like to add that maybe I missed? Again, this is uh, pretty exciting for the city of Moose Jaw. And like I said, if I can, you know, help bring that to the city, then um, I'm happy to do that. Way to go, Angela Sarita, Moose Jaw and District Paramedics. In the Kubota Community Hero Contest, you can still vote for Angela, but uh, I think voting ends, I think at midnight... That's not clear. Uh, I do voting. I do know voting ends tomorrow, so I'm assuming that's midnight. So get a vote in if you're uh, on the phone or on the computer today. Just look up Kubota Community Hero Contest or find the link to vote for Angela like I did on discovermoosejaw.com today. We're back to wrap things up next. Heartland at noon, 800 CHAB. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. This is Judith from Zion Church. We encourage people to shop local at Zion Church on Main for a variety of Christmas decor items, giftables, puzzles, baking, and more on Saturday, November 27th from 10 to 3. We are also collecting donations of new mitts, gloves, hats, scarves, and socks for school children K-12 to and for men. Admission is free, and remember your mask. Join us on November 27th between 10 and 3 at Zion on Main Street. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Pharmasave. Serving Moose Jaw and area since 1916. Live well with Pharmasave. Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Before CS2600 CRT TrueFlex Canola with Roundup Ready technology from Cantera Seeds, I plan my summer around spray time, not lake time. But with CS2600 CRT's flexible application timing, the only thing getting sprayed right now is me. And with its first and second generation club root resistance and excellent straight cut performance, it fits my farm like a snug swimsuit. Visit Cantera.com to order CS2600 CRT from your preferred retailer. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. More and more venues and uh, events 
are uh, demanding that we show proof of vaccination uh, before we enter. Uh, and uh, so many things going on, uh, and it's because so many of us have uh, been vaccinated that we're able to open up and do some stuff like Agribition starts next week in Regina. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm seeing on social media there's already participants arriving in Regina and getting set up for Agribition next week. So that'll mean some extra traffic on the highways uh, coming in and out of Regina over the next several days, or the next couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. And uh, this coming weekend, it all gets underway up in Saskatoon. Uh, Curling, the Tim Hortons Curling Trials. With uh, curlers from across the country, the best of the best competing, to wear the Team Canada Maple Leaf at the 2022 Beijing Winter Games. We had put out the call last week. To see if you wanted to go. We have several sets of tickets for opening weekend, so Saturday and Sunday. And uh, we made the draws this morning. Congratulations to Catherine Grant of Milestone. She won a pair of tickets for all the draws Saturday and Sunday. Kim Bossenberry from Craig Saskatchewan, also a winner. He'll be going. Carol Diamond of Moose Jaw, also going. And Kenton Field from Weyburn. A winner. All of those people have won a pair of tickets to all the action this Saturday and Sunday up uh, at Sastel Center in Saskatoon, the Tim Hortons Curling Trials. We'll take one more time out. Be back to wrap it up with the Daily Commentary next. I'm Rob Kearney. Thanks for listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways. Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger. You've roasted more marshmallows than you can count. Hosted endless campsite barbecues. Hosted pitches daily showing all the fun. Now, do you winterize or upgrade? Hey, it's Michelle here from Moose Jaw RV and Marine where it's end of season deal time. Come in and see our in-stock selection. With your new RV, don't pay until 2022. Plus, get $3,500 cash back OEC. We'd love to hear your roasting, hosting, posting stories when you come in for winterizing, insurance claim, or service work. We can handle all makes and models of boats and RVs. See you soon at Moose Jaw RV and Marine. Moose Jaw RV Marine.com. Yeah. The wait is over. Curling's back. See every takeout, every pressure-packed draw to the button. Every one of your favorite teams. Saskatchewan's own team Dunstone, Holman, Cooey, Jones, Gushu, Einerson, Botcher, and more. All battling to represent Canada in 2022. Catch all the action at the Tim Hortons Curling Trials, November 20th to 28th at SaskTel Center in Saskatoon. Sponsored by AGI. Hurry hard to curling.ca and get your tickets now. Hey, Alexa. Play 800 CHAB. Wait, how'd you do that? Who's Alexa? Our new smart device. Oh, I thought you got a dog and she hit play on the stereo. Set up your Alexa to play 800 CHAB. It's as easy as the click of a button. Find instructions under the quick links at discovermoosejaw.com. Can you imagine 
You're from a place where the temperature never dips below zero, and you come to Canada to make a better life for yourself. You arrive in the summer, and suddenly it's November, and the air is so cold it hurts your face. It's a story we're telling on DiscoverMooseJaw.com today, after the local Newcomer Welcome Center put out a call for donations. They're asking us to donate winter clothing for the people they work with. It reminds me of a story I've told a number of times about a young man I was assisting after he arrived here from Africa. It was a nice warm October day when I met with him at his place, and among the topics was winter. I was explaining as simply as I could that it was going to become very, very cold very, very soon. I wasn't sure he was picking up what I was dropping, but then he went to his bedroom and came back with his arms full of winter gear. He put it all down on his couch and smiled and said, Rob, I know, I have heard, the cold, it will attack me. If you have some winter boots, coats, scarves, and mitts you're not using, please consider donating to the local Newcomer Welcome Center. It'll help our new friends survive the cold Canadian winter, and it will warm your heart. I'm Rob Kearney.